Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Catherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get hey, started. Yes. It's almost the fourth quarter. Actually, it is the fourth quarter. Um, do you think hiring talent in the fourth quarter will be harder, easier, or the same? You know, probably the same from what we've had all year, which has been very hard. Hard. Still hard. <laughs> Still hard. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes the fourth quarter could be kind of tricky, too, because some people might just be hanging on to the end of the year, and they're not going to make any sort of major decisions until the new year. But, I mean, if you have anybody who's thinking about it who's on the fence, it might be kind of a ripe time to start, you know, reaching out to some people and seeing if they might be interested. Yeah. I mean, we always like to remind people on both the client and talent side, like hiring does not stop in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like companies still need to fill positions. People are still looking for opportunities, either a job, a new job, something different. Like, yeah. you know, I think everybody... I think people think everything comes to like this grinding halt in mm -hmm. November, but that is not what we see. Well, I know that Business Wire recently did an article about how um, like 69% of recruiters or something like that had said that um, hi hiring talent will be more difficult for the, or still difficult for the end of the year. And basically saying there's not enough quality talent um, based on the surveys that they're finding. And I, I think that reflects all across the board for the employers that are looking on their own, the hiring managers that are looking on their own, and the recruiters as well, is that because there has been massive changes, some people are, may not be ready to hop back in. But I might counter with saying, you know what, some people might have jumped ship too soon, and they're not really all that happy where they landed. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of companies are learning the game now, now of what people want you know, that, that flexibility, that better pay, you know, that sort of thing. So I think there are some ways that you can still attract talent. Um, it may be a little more challenging, but it, in a way it might just be a different way of trying to think about it too. Yeah, you hit on a, a really good point. I saw an article about this recently too, about um, there have been a lot of obviously moves, job moves mm -hmm. in the last couple of years, people changing jobs. But there is some percent, which was surprisingly high, I don't know the number, but of people that are like not real happy with the decision mm -hmm, they made. Mm -hmm. Like maybe they just quickly took a job just because it was remote, but then they right. found out the job wasn't exactly what they're looking yeah, for. Like there are people who are boomeranging back to the company they'd left. Right. Because which if the communication was terrible and you're working from home, I mean, then it's just yeah. more stressful. Yeah. So some people, even if someone has been in a role for a year or less, they might still be looking for something new. Mm -hmm. They might be interested in coming back to your company, yep. which is a, a very interesting dynamic. Yep. Um, so there is still movement because some of the, like you said, some of the moves people made, they're not real happy with the outcome. So maybe the you outcome. to start by checking in with the people that left. If there's somebody <laughs> you lost, if you lost somebody that you really love and, yeah. and would like to have back, it would, it would not hurt to reach out to them. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But, you know, if anybody's planning on looking for talent in the fourth quarter or um, during the holiday season or the first of the year, I mean, you really got to start looking now. Yes. Um, which is at the beginning of the fourth quarter, if, if not sooner, honestly. And you need to be ready with your A game. Yes, <laughs> you do, because um, we're going to kind of give you some tips on what uh, people are looking at and, you know, what, how you can kind of set yourself up to be... Um, 
be a winner in, mm-hmm. in this space too. Be attractive because it's competitive. Like you will be competing yep. with other employers or other opportunities. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. all jobs. Maybe they're thinking about going on their own or whatever, but you're competing. Yep. And people have a lot of um, things they're looking at when they're determining if this is the right move for them. Absolutely. So first, you know, talk to your team and see what they're going to need. You know, I, I think... Um, as you know, a hiring manager or business owner, you might think you know what they need, but it's it's really great to see you know what's going to make them run faster. Maybe it's taking some things off their plate. You need to hire somebody to kind of do some of the tasks that don't get done the quickest or the best or things like that or that fall into the the cracks because there's no time for things. Um, so see what they're going to need just in that regard. And then also base it on, do they plan on taking some time off, you know, by the Mm -hmm. end of the year? And you need to have some things covered. So talk to them for those two reasons alone. Yeah, the other Um, one that always, I think it's surprising to me that this seems to catch employers off guard are maternity leave. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we get calls that are like, I have someone going on maternity leave in a week or two. And we're like, you've had months to plan for this. This person was pregnant, right? (laughs) Yeah, like, it's really surprising to me. Like, don't, you know, don't get so close mm-hmm. to that date when you know that date's coming. So to right. your point of planned absences, that's just one that seemed to kind of catch people off guard sometimes. Exactly. And uh, honestly, you know, can you have somebody, find somebody in a week and have them fully trained for when this person right. leaves? Because you probably you know? want them to work with the person who's going to be out. Yeah, you don't, so. want, you don't want to have a completely yeah. brand new Plan, person. Or, and, and that could qualify also, you know, maybe somebody's a planned surgery or something else. Right. Like something upcoming that you could actually... Yeah you know, plan, plan ahead, ahead for. for. Yeah. And that includes new projects. You like, um, you know, do you have something that a client is going to start kicking off, you know, start planning the team early, you know? And when I say planning, that doesn't mean necessarily start hiring everybody at once, but at least figuring out what you need, or is there a process? We need two people now, then another two people, then another two people, and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of build a whole plan with the whole thing. Um, that goes with all of this with, you know, planned absences and, uh, you know, people needing assistance and things like that. So, Really, really think that out and and put together maybe even a calendar of how you want to address some of this just so you stay on task and accountable for some of this. Yeah, the main thing I hear you saying is don't put yourself in the position of panicking. Exactly. <laughs> maybe because I could have summed it up with that. Because hiring <laughs> is hard enough right now anyway. Yes. So you need to give yourself twice the amount of time yeah. you would have in the past. A lot of runway. A yeah. lot of runway. Yeah. Um, and then to make sure those job descriptions are well written, because um, I I ha- hate to say that there are some times where we will have people ask for a person and they really don't have a job description, and we spend, you know, sometimes it could be like up to a week to kind of fine tune a really good job description um, before we can even start looking for a candidate, because they're like, I just know I need a person, and you're like, well, what kind of person? Yes. <laughs> what will much, they be doing? What will they be doing? And how much are you paying? And what you know, what does this look like? And you know, just start trying to just write, start writing down the task, and then thinking about your budget, and then you know, things like that, and um, really start just kind of writing it, maybe with your team, or you know, even if it's, you need some quiet time by yourself, um, but just start mapping it out. Yeah, and I, I totally agree, like, doing that with your team or someone on your team, like you said in the first point, is just getting their input, because you may think, like, oh, we need a mm-hmm. senior designer, or, you know, another senior designer, and they're like, you know what I really need? I need someone to help me just execute. Right. I need a production artist. Yes. You know, yes. to just help me execute And that costs you a lot things. less, and so. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and they can really help you define what they need, where your assumption of what they needed might be different. Yeah. 
Yeah. And kind of what we touched upon before, when because uh, the next point is revisiting resumes you already have. That could be people you used to have, too. <laughs> you might have had somebody who even just kind of went out of their own as a freelancer. Maybe they would come back in and help you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there are many times where, you know, we have like a, a small stack of resumes that we send to a client. They're not going to hire everybody, but they were all great candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have happened to you, too. It's like, who's that person who didn't quite get the job, but they came in second or third? Um, revisit those because they were clearly looking and um, before and they were interested in, in you at one time. Would they con- consider it now? You yeah, know? absolutely. Thinking about your network. I mean, everybody has that handful of people that you just think about periodically. Mm-hmm. I know I know everyone does. I did. I do now still yep. have that little handful of people that you're just like always in the back of your mind. Yep. And, um, you know, start with those. And if it's not them, if you think they're really great, they might know someone else who's really great too. Yeah. Great people know great people. Yes. So yes. even if it's not for them, or if they're your great employee who left to go off on their own, they might mm-hmm. have a friend or another you know connection they would refer you to. Yeah. So it's still a great place to start either way. So keep in touch with those great candidates. Um, build your network. You know, I, and honestly, what works really great about that too is if you treat candidates really well, they're more than happy to help you too. But if you're just kind of a jerk, they won't. So <laughs> so always yes. be kind to uh, the people that. Want to work for you. I mean, what better compliment is that? I mean, honestly. Yeah. And um, I think that an, another, you know, piece of all of this is um, being really aware of what people are looking for and yes. are, are going to say yes to. Right. And you kind of touched on it before, like, can you offer some flexibility in mm-hmm. schedule and, and or work location? Right. Are you prepared to offer what the market rate is for the role you need? And if if you aren't, like if that's outside of your budget, maybe you need just rethink what the role is you need. Right. Because thinking you're going to get your dream person, you know, on the cheap, like that's just not going to happen. Exactly. So being really realistic about what pay rates mm-hmm. are and what you need and how that aligns, um, you know, and, and what are other things you can offer? Like, you know, maybe your company is great about, you know, subsidizing more towards healthcare. Or maybe you have a really strong, you know, mission around volunteerism mm-hmm. that's going to matter to that person. Or you offer, you know, super flexible work hours and that's right. going to make the difference for somebody. Like you said in the beginning, people are considering multiple offers. Why is yours better? Right. And money is not always the number one yeah. thing. Sometimes, it, it's sometimes dollars, it is. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's not always not the number always. one thing. So right. it's, it's worth talking to those candidates and see you know, well, how, how can we make this work, mm-hmm. basically? And if you can't, you can't. I mean, there are definitely some candidates out there that are, you know, stellar. There's people that I want to work with that are, like, super stellar, but, you know, doggone it, I can't afford it. You know, I, yes. I'm not going to get the Mercedes-Benz, you know, yeah. I, I might, but I might get a really reliable car. And, <laughs> and, like, just in all fairness, that probably has shifted somewhat in the mm-hmm. last few years. Like, what you thought you were going to pay for that role three years ago probably isn't now. Right. And so if you're... Even if you think you're sure, just do some research or talk to someone, you know, like us who's in in mm-hmm. the mix of doing this right now because those pay rates have changed right. and those expectations have changed. And, you know, 
when we're working with a client, we want our client to win. So we're going to tell them the real deal. Right. <laughs> Here's and what's going on in the market. You need to know that too, whether you're working, you know, with a third party or not. You need to know what's going on in the market because you're competing against exactly. other companies. Exactly. And that brings us to our fourth point, which is ask for help. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're unsure about any of it, like I said, you could definitely contact us at Portfolio Creative or, you know, you could talk to other people you know in the industry or you can, you know, do some research or, you know, but just really ask for help because, you know, we're kind of in a in a world right now where everything, the sand is kind of shifting pretty quickly underneath our feet, and we're all helping each other out. Um, so just ask, you know, ask yeah. colleagues, ask, you know, your team members, ask acquaintances, ask peers, you know, ask the professionals, um, because we're more than happy to help. Like if you say, well, you know, I really need to know what this range is. Am I, you know, for where the, the, we're located, is this a good price? Do I, can I find somebody? And you might be completely mm -hmm. off base. You might be higher or lower than you think. Um, you might be spot on, but it, it, it kind of is helpful to get a second opinion on or, or mm -hmm. a third opinion on some of this too. Yeah, and it, you're absolutely right. Like, you know, there's third parties like us. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's what we do every day. You also have, you know, your network, mm -hmm. other, you know, agency owners or, you know, people in leadership positions within corporations or whatever, right. wherever your network of peers is, um, that can help you just understand that landscape, especially if it's been a while since you hired someone. And by a while, I mean, like, more than two years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot has changed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, you know, just kind of getting your hands around what those expectations are and, and what your expectations are, too, so you can be really clear. There's nothing worse than just having all these great conversations with someone and then at the end of it, like, realizing it's a total mismatch and you can't overcome the gap. Right. And as far as asking for help too, your time is super valuable. So if it makes sense to delegate the search to someone else, you know, it, it, it can definitely pay off in the long run. I always think of things like, I always have to compare to things like I can't do. Like for me, is it, you know, better to, you know, fix some plumbing in my house or to hire somebody? I don't want to pay a plumber because they're expensive. Then you got to wait for them. And then, you know, that's really, but they, they're going to get it right. You know, I am likely to flood then, my basement if I do it myself, you know, for example, and then it'll cost me a lot more, <laughs> even more. Um, so yeah, if it's, if it's not your strength, if you don't have the time delegate it, I can guarantee in the long run, um, it will save you time and money. Um, there are other people that have much larger uh, databases for this sort of thing. They, For us, we know a lot of people personally because we've worked with them for a long time. Um, so that can be really beneficial, too. So kind of keep that in mind, too, when you, especially in the fourth quarter when it could be a, a little challenging. Or honestly, you know, they're saying, you know, the fourth quarter is going to be hard. I, like I said, I still think it's the same. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still hard to find It's the same because it's hard people. now. Yeah, it's still... It's just not getting any better. Hard to find people. <laughs> it's, not, it's not getting easier. <laughs> nope, yeah. nope. And, you know, we use services for a lot of other things. So, yeah, just, just kind of accept it as part of just the price of doing business. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I think that the other little bonus tip is... And we sort of allude to this with like the maternity leaves and playing ahead and stuff. It it never hurts to get started early yes, and yes. and keep things moving. Yeah, like and when it drags out too long, we will say it again. It is very competitive. Mm -hmm. They are talking to other people. They are considering other offers. If it's been weeks since they've heard from you, they assume oh, they you're not have, interested. They have, they have moved totally on. moved on. They've probably yep. taken a job and started by now. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, just you know, try and you know, stay on it. Stay you know. Um, on track. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm a very 
big proponent of like building some sort of calendar to make sure you you stay on track because I mean life happens or and projects happen and next thing you know it's two yeah. months later and your person's leaving for maternity leave or or you're like crap it's the end of the year which mm-hmm. I always say <laughs> oh my god it's already October or November I, and yeah I you know the year's almost over and you know did I get everything done that I wanted to so time can run away from you so really yeah. plan that's, and I think especially the around the holidays mm-hmm. because. You start to run into this, like, oh, I need to have you meet with this person, but yes, oh, well, yeah. they're out they're for out, Thanksgiving yeah. week. <laughs> oh, well, then you'll need to meet with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're on vacation that week, and it's like four weeks later before they've met with right. everyone. And you know, so first of all, like, try to streamline your hiring process mm-hmm. as much as you can. But also, if there are some of those, um, you know, timing issues, or it's going to be a few interviews, if you can tell the person that upfront, so they know, yeah what to expect, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be meeting with someone else, but there's a vacation, so I know it'll be another week. Cool. I'm okay with that. Like, when they know what's going on, they're Mm -hmm. usually okay Mm -hmm. with it. It's more when they don't hear from you and they don't know what's going on. They just sort of, they assume you've lost interest, so then they do, too. Right. If you are running into some of that with holiday scheduling, just keep them in the loop as much as you can. Yeah, the one thing that I would really kind of encourage people to do, too, is, you know, because we are now in this you know, Zoom world too, it's like you don't have to necessarily have everybody in office to do some of these hiring yeah. interviews. So again, if you can give your team a heads up and give a candidate a heads up, like, you know, yeah, we're going to have, you know, an uh, interview and it might, maybe it's going to be on December 24th. Um, but it's one hour on Zoom. Right. Can you make time can, for that? <laughs> can we all agree that we're going to do this just so we can get this person to start at the first of the year? You know, that could work yeah. too, you know, so. It's not like everybody has to show up at the office for a whole day. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, you know, can kind of be clever in that regard mm-hmm. too, just kind of keep things moving. But right, or for the candidate, maybe it's like you know, it's going to be three or four Zoom calls because mm-hmm. we can't necessarily get everybody together. Right, right. But we're just going to do like four yep. short video interviews instead. Yes, they'll be fine. Most yep. candidates, I find, most candidates are fine with whatever it is mm-hmm. as long as they know what it is. Exactly. It's, they start getting squirrely, <laughs> uncomfortable when things drag on or they don't know, and it's like, and more, and more, mm-hmm. and more, and they feel mm-hmm. like they're. Like, they don't know when this will ever end. Right, right, right. <laughs> or is there a process? It right. just seems to be going on forever. So as long as they kind of know what's happening, yeah. they're usually okay with whatever it is. Yeah, um, and it's beneficial to be upfront with that, too, because if you have a 12-step hiring process... Please, please reconsider. Don't. <laughs> please don't. But we have had a few candidates lose interest because they're like, oh, my God, I'm on my sixth interview, and they still don't know. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, just a couple of things I'm just we're just going to throw at you mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but you know just stay on top of it for especially in the fourth quarter I guess and because it is probably gonna be the most challenging not any better than the rest of the year but I I'm going to kind of agree with the survey is that yeah. the end of the year is always probably the hardest yeah I just think in the survey is probably reflecting that all of the problems that were there get compounded during mm-hmm. the holidays yeah I would agree so happy hunting so you can you can get ready <laughs> so you're the one that wins Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. We hope that you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.